from the Mercy One Studio. Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio and online at iowacatholicradio.com or the Iowa Catholic Radio app. This is Monsignor Frank Bugnano, Iowa Catholic Radio, Thought of the Week, and today we're going to talk about the sacraments of the Church, the sacraments of the Church. So, and, and there are seven sacraments, uh, and maybe today we can focus a little bit on the one that most of us will ultimately receive, and that is the anointing of the sick, it, which is found in the Epistle of St. James, by the way, if you want to look it up in the Bible. They did that in the early church. We'll get to that. Uh, but the seven sacraments, uh, well, what what are the, the seven sacraments? Well, St. Thomas Aquinas, probably the greatest theologian ever in the Catholic Church. Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas had a very simple answer to that question. Somebody said, hey, Thomas, you're, you're really a smart guy, theologian. Can you, can you please uh, give me—I'm not that smart. Uh, can you please give me a, a really easy definition of sacrament? And Thomas looked at him and said, the touch of Jesus— the touch of Jesus. Wow. Well, two. you think about that, two big things. Number one, the touch, that Jesus reaches out to touch a person. That's why God became a human being in the womb of Mary. The second person of the Blessed Trinity takes on a human nature in Mary, doesn't lose the divine nature at all, still God, okay? Why? Because we're human. He came to save us, to help us. So it became a human to help us. That's the idea. Remember the story of a man who uh, was having a hard time with, well, why would God become a man? I don't believe that. And it was Christmas, the birth of Jesus. Oh, you, honey, you were the kid, you're a farmer. You and the kids go off to church. I'm not sure I believe God became man, man, man. So anyway, they go off. So it's snowing outside, and they're at midnight mass, and he's sitting there, and and he's got, there's a light near the barn, and and in there, this huge light, he can see these little sparrows. And they're in this kind of in a little snowstorm, and they're trying to fly somewhere, and they fly, and they don't know which way to go, and they fly, and they get up, and he puts on his coat, his hat, and he goes. I said, "I'm going to try to shoo him into the barn." So he opens the barn door up, and he gets behind these little sparrows, and he tries to, uh, you know, shoo him into the barn. And he said, "You know, if I could become a sparrow, I would lead them into the barn." Oh, I get it. Yeah. He becomes man because we can understand him, touched by him, believe in him, feel him, see him, and hear him. Okay, so he said, I get it. Yeah. So St. So Thomas said, a sacrament is the touch of Jesus. Well, did Jesus do that in his public life? Of course he did. Of course he did. Uh, It says, for example, Mark chapter 8, when they arrived at Bethsaida, they brought Jesus a blind man and begged him to touch the blind man. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village, putting spittle on his... Jesus spit in his own hand. Can you imagine that? You see Jesus leaning over going, 
spitting in his hand. Jesus put spit in his hand, and then he put his own saliva on the man's eyes. Yeah, can you see that one going on? It's true, it's right here. Mark chapter 8. And then it says, and then after that, Jesus then puts his hands on the guy's head, and he says, do you see anything? And the guy says, um, I see people looking like, but they look like trees that are walking around. So Jesus says, hold on, hold on. So he puts his hands on the eyes a second time. And the man said, ah, I can see people. I can see people. Folks, Jesus used his own saliva, which came out of his own body. Yeah, the touch of Jesus, that's it. And oh, by the way, I, I use this one. I love this one because it's like it didn't really quite work 100% the first time. So it says, and Jesus put his hands on him a second time. And I use that because sometimes people say, well, I went to anoint them, give them the sacrament of the sick. I went to pray a, a sick person. Well, I felt a little bit better. I'll be back. Well, keep praying. You know, you may not get the whole healing the first time around. All right. That's what happened with Jesus. But there are so many examples. Uh, Mark chapter 7, uh, another example, putting spittle on somebody's eyes. Uh, and John's gospel, chapter 9, verse 6, Jesus spits on the ground and he makes mud out of his spittle puts the mud on this guy's eyes, and the guy can see. Miracle. Why? So remember, Jesus uses physical stuff. Nothing wrong with the body. Nothing wrong with matter. Sometimes we, oh, matter is bad. You know, spirit is good, matter is bad. Wrong. It's all good. Okay. And uh, so, but notice he also always says to the person, do you believe I can do this? Do you believe in God? He, he wasn't a miracle worker. He did it as a, as a doorway to faith relationship. It was meant to increase or develop a relationship with God. So faith is part of it. He's not just a miracle worker. He's trying to bring people closer to this loving Father through himself and the Holy Spirit. So, so yes, the touch of Jesus with faith. you got to have both of them. You know, yeah, you got to have both of them. Uh, so we will be back in just a second. I'm going to keep talking about this. Uh, the touch of Jesus, the sacraments, uh, fantastic. Great gift that Jesus gave his church, all seven sacraments. My gosh. Um, so stay with us. Monsignor Frank Bignano, this is Iowa Catholic Radio Thought of the Week Sacraments. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, CTI Ready Mix, for your support of Dowling Catholic Boys Baseball Broadcast. CTI Ready Mix has been serving Central Iowa since 2004 and has become a leader in Ready Mix concrete production. With 50 mixer trucks and locations in Johnston, Grimes, Elkhart, West Des Moines, and Carlisle, they are capable of supplying even the largest projects in Central and North Iowa. CTI Ready Mix, 1001 Southeast 37th Street, Grimes, 515-276-9567. Online at cti-ia.net. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial, provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Information about Pharmatan and other products at ImogeneIngredients.com. Paul and Paul are members of St. Augustine's Knights of Columbus and encourage their brother knights to keep standing for their faith. This is Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa Catholic Radio and Thought of the Week. We're talking about the seven sacraments, the seven signs, physical signs that Jesus used, physical signs to bring people closer to his loving Father, to heal them. Mainly these were healing things that, that he did with people. And, uh, and in the, it, actually in, in the Acts of the Apostles, uh, we see Jesus sending the Holy Spirit 20 times. There are 20 miracles now, why do I say that? Because St. Luke wrote two books, the Gospel of Luke, okay, book, book one, and then book two, the Acts of the Apostles. And he, when you read the Acts of the Apostles, the first sentence he says, um, th- he wrote the, to a guy by the name of Theophilus, oh, Theophilus, in my first book, I told all about what Jesus did and said, and and now he tells his apostles to go do the same thing through the Holy Spirit. So we get that in Acts chapter 1. What do we get? The coming of the Holy Spirit, the first Pentecost, upon the early church. And then we see them going out with the power of the Holy Spirit. Now you've got the Holy Spirit. Uh, the, uh, now you have the, 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 the Acts of the Apostles, the church, the Holy Spirit, Jesus working through the Holy Spirit through the church. Well, really? Yeah. Well, tell me all about it. Okay. Read Acts of the Apostles, chapter 3. What happens? There's a blind man uh, that is blind from birth. And so what happens? Well, what happens is that St. Peter goes up, and Peter is mentioned numerous times because he kind of symbolizes the whole church. And he grabs the man's hand. He says the man had faith. And he pulls him up. He said, in the name of Jesus Christ, be healed. Come up. The guy gets up. He dances around. People say, what happened to him? The guy's been lame for his whole life, and he's running around like an athlete. Okay? And then you see in Acts chapter 5, now you go through the Acts, it's loaded, the touch of Jesus through the church. Okay? So here we go, Acts 5, what happens? It says, and as Peter walked along, people would bring sick people on mats along the side of the road, so the shadow of Peter 
would fall upon them and they were healed. Wow, the touch of Jesus through the church, through the apostles. My gosh. And also we see that with St. Paul. Uh, St. Paul in Acts chapter 20, verse 7 and 12, a man dies during one of the, his services, and uh, Paul touches the man, and the dead man comes back to life. There you go. The touch of Jesus through the church, through St. Paul. In fact, even through St. Paul, Acts chapter 19, I love this one. Acts chapter 19, verses 11, 11 and 12. It says, people would bring handkerchiefs <laughs> and napkins, and they would touch him to Paul. And then they would run home to their sick mom or dad and touch the napkin to them. Wow. It's a sacramental, we call it. It's a physical, something physical that Jesus is doing through the church with faith. Okay? Uh, And it's amazing. We see the lame man. I'll keep going on and on. You can read the Acts for yourself. Uh, Acts chapter 14, verse 8. There's a lame man. Uh, he hears Paul preaching, and Paul says, he said, Paul saw he had the faith to be healed. He says, stand up, you're healed. So his words, just the words, do it. So the Holy Spirit works through Jesus in the Scriptures, and he works now in the church. Two factors. Number one, that... Uh, in the church, the the sign, the physical sign, we don't use handkerchiefs anymore, uh, sign is, number one, it's always done in the name of Jesus, in union with Jesus. It's got to be Jesus doing it through his Holy Spirit. It's Jesus. It's not magic, okay? Number two, faith. The person has to have faith or has to want faith or pray. And then there is the sign, the physical sign. And Jesus gave the church seven of them. Seven signs by which he would do that. He would reach out and he would heal. And so, two of the signs uh, are uh, of healing. Okay, the anointing of the sick, James chapter 5. Is there anyone sick among you? Using Jesus' words, call for the priests of the church, let the priest anoint them with holy oil, and they will. their sins will be forgiven and the Lord will raise them up. Pretty nice. We still do it today. It's called the anointing of the sick. I do it regularly with sick people, okay? Uh, and uh, and then also in chapter 20, uh, Jesus appears uh, on Easter Sunday evening to the apostles and says, receive the Holy Spirit. Who sins you forgive are forgiven. Oh! Who sins you retain are retained. Oh! So what's that? Well, gives the church baptism where sins are forgiven and the Holy Spirit is given and sins are removed, and and the sacrament of confession or reconciliation. So you have those two healing sacraments, anointing of the sick and reconciliation, both right here in the Bible. And then you have sacraments of service, which are holy orders. That is the making the uh, the sacrament of making bishops and priests and deacons. That's in Acts chapter one. That's the it's first happened there, uh, and then uh, matrimony. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 5, Colossians chapter 3, same thing. It's that these are sacraments of service to others, mom and dad, service to their family. Um, and then you have the sacraments of initiation, baptism and confirmation, uh, which they did in the early church. Uh, uh, in the earliest catechism we've got, written in 70 AD, called the Didache, you have the 
how they did baptism, confirmation, and Eucharist. And finally, the big sacrament is the Eucharist. Do this in remembrance of me, John chapter 6. The bread I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. Whoever eats my flesh, drinks my blood, will have eternal life. I will raise him up on the last day. Wow. Physical signs. These are signs of the presence of Jesus touching us today, touching us today through his church. He gives them to the church. They're all recorded. It's there in the Bible. So take advantage of the touch of Jesus with the sacraments. Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Make plans August 3rd for the annual Dowling Catholic Golf Outing at Echo Valley Country Club. Proceeds benefit the Coppola Family Endowment, providing assistance to students who otherwise may not be able to receive a Catholic education. Shotguns start at 7.15 with a boxed lunch, snacks, and beverages on the course. Information on event sponsorships, contact Carolyn at 515-778-9676 and register your foursome online at dowlingcatholic.org slash golf dash outing. The annual Dowling Catholic Golf Outing at Echo Valley Country Club. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. There are millions of children that go hungry every day. Thank you to Skeffington's Formalware for supporting Mary's Meals. Their vision is that every child in the world should be able to receive at least one good meal every day in a place of education. Mary'sMealsUSA.org Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by the Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred, double D, Haas, double A, fredhaas.com. This is Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa Catholic Radio, talking about the sacraments of the church. I started off by explaining that Jesus touched, used physical things to transmit his power and grace, provided there was faith in presence. He wasn't a magic worker, okay? And so it's always, do you believe I can do this? Or the person went off having faith. It was always attached to a relationship with God. It wasn't just, he wasn't just a miracle worker. Okay. Um, and then we talked about, well, he left the church with seven of the signs that he would be, through which he would be touching people. And I mentioned they're right in the Bible. I mean, you know, I have to try to explain to anybody. I'll get to read the scriptures. Uh, and I mentioned there are seven of them. Okay. Uh, remember, uh, the, the, the two signs of healing, the two sacraments of healing, uh, the one is uh, the healing of the sick, anointing of with holy oil james chapter 5 are there any who are sick among you let them call for the priests of the church read it for yourself chapter 5 
and he will anoint them with oil. This prayer made with faith will save the sick person. The Lord will raise them up. If they've committed any sins, they'll be forgiven. So not only does it heal a person physically, uh, but also spiritually. And so there are always three levels of healing in the anointing. This is my experience. I've been doing this for 55 years. Uh, Many times, uh, it's always a spiritual healing. They're always going to have their sins forgiven. Number two, mentally, uh, emotionally, there's always an emotional, probably 80% of the time, there's an emotional healing. And about, I'd say 40% of the time, 30%, there's some physical sign, sometimes total healing. I remember I I anointed a fellow one time. Uh, In fact, I baptized him. He was dying. I baptized him on his bed, and I said, wait a minute, let me go get, let me anoint you, anointed him. Uh, because the anointing of the sick is meant for the sick and not the dying. Because, uh, it used to be just for you know, all for the dying, but now it's... So I thought, well, you know, it, it's, you can use it for someone who's dying, like this guy's name was Wendell. So I anointed, anointed Wendell. I went by that hospital room. Three days later, he's sitting in bed. I said, what happened to you? It was the oil. I said, you got to be kidding me. They, you weren't, maybe you weren't really dying. Look at my chart. I was dying. When you put that oil on my forehead, he said, right then I got better. And I And he... He went home. So, yeah. Uh, Then you have, so the sacraments of healing, uh, anointing the sick, and then forgiveness of sins. John chapter 20, verse 19. Jesus, what's the very first thing Jesus says to the apostles? What's he want them to do? He gives them a sign to go. Yeah, he says, says, whose sins you forgive are forgiven. Whose sins you retain are retained. A good rabbi always uh, taught in the positive and in the negative. That's it. It's called sacrament of reconciliation and baptism. So through baptism with water and through the words of forgiveness, you have, those are two others, those are signs of forgiveness. Then you have the the, the, uh, uh, sacraments of service. I mentioned those. Holy orders, laying on of hands by the bishop, makes a man a priest or a deacon or another bishop. And that's chapter 1. Uh, of Acts of the Apostles, they fill the slot that Ju- Judas left. Now you got eleven apostles; they had to bring it up to twelve. So they anointed, so they laid hands on and, and ordained this guy, uh, and he became Matthias, and he became a fill. He filled the slot. Well, they've been doing it now for twenty centuries. It's called the succession of the apostles, and that's why we believe in one holy Catholic apostolic church. That's what that means. That we believe that our priests, deacons, and bishops are validly ordained all the way back. Just trace it historically. Uh, you have the two sacraments of service. That's the first one is holy orders, the anointing, uh, the uh, bishops, priests, deacons, ordination. And matrimony is a sacrament, mom and dad, man and woman, uh, Ephesians chapter 5, Colossians chapter 3, um, a sacrament of the church. And then you have, uh, the, as I said, the two sacraments of initiation, baptism and confirmation, and then Eucharist. Uh, and that's the big one, the body and blood of Christ. That's a big sign. He gives it to us at the Last Supper. He's like, I, I, I just could hardly wait to do this with you. In fact, he couldn't wait. In John chapter 6, read John chapter 6, that last half, that long 6, he talks about, I am the bread of life. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood will have eternal life. I will raise you up on the last day. And then he, and then he repeats it. Whoever eats my flesh in, in, in the negative. Who, if you do not eat the flesh of the Son of Man, do not drink the blood, you will not have eternal life. That's what a good rabbi did. He had said it in, said it in the positive and the negative. So it's loaded. And then he does it. This is my body. Take and eat at the Last Supper. I mean, how clear does it get? 
and, and so, yeah, that's the Eucharist. And so when we, that's why when we celebrate the Mass, uh, that is the big seventh sign or the big sign. So you've got the two signs of healing, right? Uh, and that would be the anointing of the sick and confession, reconciliation, found in the Bible. Then you've got the two signs of service, holy orders, which is the anointing making of bishops and priests and deacons, which is found in Acts chapter 1, and matrimony, that's the second sign of service. And then you have the two sacraments of initiation, ready three, baptism, confirmation, and then Holy Eucharist. Uh, but Eucharist is the one that's, all, baptism and confirmation you do just once. Eucharist you do every day or every week, whatever. And that's the big one. So these are the signs that, Je- this is the touch of Jesus. Hey, folks, let him touch us. But we have to have faith. They're sacraments of faith that I want a closer relationship. They're meant to bring me closer to God, not just to make me better, which is good. Make me better so I can come closer to God. Forgive my sins, why? So I can come closer to God. Right. Help me in my marriage, matrimony, why? So I can come and bring people closer to God. So it always has to deal with faith. They're not just magic symbols or signs or whatever. So those are the sacraments of the church. They're absolutely fabulous. We are so blessed to have them to receive them faithfully, and probably the one, again, the, the big one is the one we receive most often, and that is the Holy Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus under the appearance of bread and wine at every Mass. So, yes, we are so blessed with these sacraments, or St. Thomas Aquinas call, call it, the touch of Jesus. So God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Monsignor Frank Bagnano, Iowa Catholic Radio. Join Iowa Catholic Radio every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. for Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Pugnano. Listen online at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app.